exciting Bundesliga season. It has been <laughs> an eventful week um, and a lot of really exciting action coming up this week that I know everybody's uh, looking forward to. So I want to kick things off tonight. I got Keenan here with me, got Steven, um, and a very special guest is joining us on the show tonight. Uh, Keenan, I will let you run the intro on this one and uh, let the fans know uh, who we've got tonight. Awesome. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, uh, we are pleased to welcome not only um, our very first guest, but uh, a former Bayern legend herself in, uh, in Sarah Hagen. Um, although on the soccer field, you're more known as Apple from what I understand. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go back and forth probably between Sarah and Apple uh, and let, the, uh, let you kick off your intro there and explain sort of where Apple came from. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, it's been a while since I retired and was on a podcast, but I appreciate it. Um, grew up uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin, and uh, there was always a ton of other Sarahs on all the other teams I was playing on. And so um, I always became the girl from Appleton. And then uh, Apple just kind of stuck with me throughout the years, obviously made it with me to, to college, uh, to the professional level as well in Germany, calling me Apple and Apfel uh, from the Deutsch language. So, um, yeah, it just kind of stuck with me and kind of became my persona on the field, I guess. Awesome. 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 So Wisconsin, uh, Packers fan, huge <laughs> Packers fan. This whole Aaron Rodgers dilemma is driving me crazy. Yeah. That, that's why I asked. Cause I, uh, that's been, that's been quite the ordeal. Are you, you team Roger? I don't know. Are there other teams now? Is there team Rogers team Packers uh, or. I mean, I was always a Brett Favre girl. I mean, yes, Rogers brought us, you know, Super Bowl back in what 2010. Um, you know, I would love to see him stay, but uh, I think media has just blown this so out of proportion. So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll stick with the other football, but uh, had to give a shout out to Wisconsin there and <laughs> our our Wisconsin listeners. Uh, cool, cool. Um, well, Keenan, I mean, what what, what you got for? Yeah. So, um, well, I guess one congratulations is in order for Sarah. Um, I know this was a, you know, a big, last week was big for you. Um, 16 years cancer free. Um, so congratulations from all of us awesome. to you on that. That's, that's huge. Um, you know, Thank I you. Know that, that had a, you know, a huge impact on your life there. So we wanted to, to reach out and say congrats on that for sure. Um, but, you know, just, uh, you know, talk us through, you know, sort of your career um, and then your time in Germany there. Yeah, so I think um, really, you know, I started my professional career uh, overseas, not even in the U.S. Um, and so coming for me, coming from, you know, Appleton, Wisconsin, going to, to college uh, in Wisconsin at Milwaukee, uh, and then all of a sudden making my, you know, big jump for my professional career all the way over to Germany. Uh, fun fact, I actually uh, declined my first contract offer from Bayern Munich. Um, which looking back was something really stupid. <laughs> um, but 
I just, I, I, my parents were having a hard time with the idea of their little baby, their only child going all the way overseas. Um, but when they came back with a little bit more money and when I really realized how cool of an experience that, that was going to be, um, you know, I, I couldn't say no a second time and went over there originally just for four months and had such a great experience. Obviously winning the POCAL uh, in 2012 was a, a great kind of start to my chapter over there. Um, signed for another two years and um, which brought to me, you know, brought some national team experience as well, getting some call-ups and then ultimately decided just, you know, after two and a half years, I needed to come back to the States and kind of made my way through a few different teams in the U S league. Wow. That's really awesome. And I, yeah, I don't think many players can say, Hey, look, I turned down Bayern Munich <laughs> first time around playing a little hardball with, with Bayern. I mean, they're known to be, um, you know, a, a well-known team and, they handle their business. I don't think there's many <laughs> players that they're able to negotiate with them. So that's, uh, that's really awesome. Um, well, so I, I spent some time in Germany and Paul actually, so it's, it's ironic because we were there in 2012 as well in Berlin. Uh, so I'd love to get your perspective on kind of the culture shift, you know, coming from the States into Germany, maybe what you enjoyed about Germany, what was, what was hard, uh, you know, difficult to adjust to a uh, little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously the time change, um, keeping in touch with family becomes a lot more difficult. Uh, it was, uh, I believe seven hours from, from where I grew up. So, you know, you had to have to pick and choose the times that you want to communicate back home with family. Um, I actually, when I left college, I went home for exams during Christmas and never actually finished school and never actually moved out of my, um, housing in college. My parents had to do that all for me. I was, you know, on a flight to Munich. So I never, never really closed that chapter of my life. So that over the years became a little bit difficult for me to kind of be okay with being away from the U S for two and a half years. I, you know, I kind of struggle with that, but I mean, just as far as the culture, you know, speaking a different language and having to, to learn that, you know, learn German, which I know Keenan says isn't difficult, but I thought it was extremely difficult. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of my teammates, I think the biggest, you know, takeaway from me being over there for those two and a half years was I got to play with some really cool players, um, girls from Switzerland, Austria, um, Norway, Sweden, Italy. Um, I mean, you name it. It's pretty cool to, um, you know, play with girls from all over the, the world. Yeah. And I think that's something that we talk about a lot on the show, you know, with, with football and being such an international sport and how it, it brings people together. Uh, I think that's, you know, a really, really cool thing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I, and I'm geeking out a little bit, you know, I, <laughs> we joke about it a lot, you know, like FIFA and the video games and like my career, you know, my player and like going through the process of joining the team, like in a, in a virtual aspect and, you know, someone that's, that's done that in real life. That's, that's really cool. That's, really awesome. Yeah. And, and another thing, I mean, being over during that time, you know, Pep Guardiola was coaching there at the time. So we actually had, um, we could watch the men's training sessions, um, you know, sometimes throughout the week and just seeing, you know, the way that they carry themselves in the professional manner. And I mean, the attention to detail that, that goes on and the passion that they have for that game. And then, and obviously Pep and his passion, but um, just being a part of a club that um, 
you know, is so historic, but, you know, still down to earth, like, you know, just being so much a part of it was really cool to be um, involved in. This one's kind of come off the cuff. Keenan, let me know if I, if I got too far off the, <laughs> off the script here, but uh, who is your, uh, who's your least favorite uh, Bundesliga opponent and, and your favorite? I don't know what, what made me think of that one, but. Um, least favorite. <laughs> um, wow. Um, I guess on the women's side, uh, I always hated going against Potsdam. Um, they were just brutes. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. They were just always uh, very physical. Uh, there was one funny story, though. Uh, I forgot. I think it must, must have just been a regular season game. It could have been Pokal. I'm not really sure. Um, but it was always a tough matchup against them. It was always physical, like I said. And uh, we had a corner kick. And we're, you know, before the kick takes place, we're all like kind of pushing, shoving, getting after it. And the referee comes up to us and in German starts talking to us and telling us to like, I'm assuming to calm down, keep your hands to yourself. But none of us could understand her because there was like four of us Americans and we were all pushing each other. (laughs) And so she's trying to get us to calm down. And finally, one of the German players goes, dude, none of them can understand you. They're all English or American. So that was pretty funny. (laughs) Um, But I think my favorite team to kind of go up against was probably uh, Frankfurt. They're the most challenging. Um, They had a ton of national team players on their team. Um, Allie Krieger was playing over there at the time uh, when I was playing there. So um, always some good battles with them. Frankfurt, Frankfurt. Yeah. All right, Keenan, what you, what you got on the, script before i uh, derail the shutter <laughs> no no the you know this is great just hearing all the insight from from sarah over here um you know sort of the next thing that we had on the agenda was uh you know to talk more uh, specifically about polcal and uh the environment of playing in that knockout tournament over there and how uh you know how you handled that certainly as a as a forward yourself um you know the responsibilities of trying to to put your team ahead and uh, get those wins um, yeah, to be honest, uh, when I got over there, I, I didn't really know what the Pokal was all about. Um, we played in the semis a, against, I want to say Hamburg, um, and ended up winning like five to three, I think. Um, I had a hat trick and my roommate who's from Boston, um, she had the other two, two goals. Uh, I think it was right before Easter or on Easter or something. It was something crazy. And uh, I remember in like the newspapers, it was like, you know, Americans uh, take the, the women's team to the finals. And um, a month later, you know, we're preparing for that game. And we had back-to-back practices a month leading up to the Pocal final. We had two ACL tears, um, our captain and our best player on the team as well. Um, so mentally, we were just not... Um, it was very hard to believe at that point that we were going to be able to compete in that final, but, um, you know, getting there and being in front of the most fans that I had ever played in front of at that time, which was, I think just under 17,000 people. Um, we played in FC Cologne's, uh, stadium, uh, had all my family there actually from, from the U S I had, uh, my grandma, uh, aunt, uncle, cousins, parents, uh, and then obviously, you know, scoring a goal, uh, the first goal, and then obviously the, 
the second goal assisting. So, I mean, it was just a whirlwind of emotions. Um, yeah, it, it was something pretty special and to have all my family there was, you know, even better. So. That's great. No, go ahead, Ty. Well, I was going to say, did you leak, uh, did you leak it early in the show about her, her achievements in the, in the, the title game? I, I couldn't remember if we leaked it for the fans. Uh, I don't think we did leak it. I think it was just the, our, uh, our pregame chatter. Well, it's so. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. So. We'll continue with the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, to be honest, the goal that I scored, it was something that, you know, we practiced over and over again. It was a set piece, a corner kick. Um, my role was to, to stand at near post. Um, and when, um, are the person taking the corner kick when she, once she serves the ball in, I'm supposed to pop off that front post um, towards the six yard box and just kind of flick it in near post. And she placed the ball perfectly. I mean, I being five, almost five eleven, I would score quite a few goals with my head um, and probably none more iconic than that. Um, I mean, I still get the chills when I see the pictures of, you know, all of us like running back towards the bench. And I mean, I don't think anyone picked us to win that game. So um, that was pretty special. And then obviously just trying to finish off the game and, and not let Frankfurt creep back in. Um, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's chills. <laughs> what, what minute was that? I can't remember if you didn't tell me. Um, I want to say it was just after halftime. Okay. But so, so held that lead for the, the rest of the second half then? Yeah, we had a forward come on in um, as a sub that I had flicked a header. Um, it must have been a, a either a punt or a goal kick. Um, I flicked the ball on, and she basically had a breakaway one-on-one with the keeper to, to seal the deal. So – Crazy. So but yeah, back needless, to back. Yeah. yeah, needless to say, after after ending our our season with that, I was ready to sign for two, another two years. <laughs> yeah, one uh, one might imagine that uh, you know an incredible game like that, where you know not only do you lift a trophy, but you you're directly involved in both a goal and then an assist. Um, yeah, I, I imagine that it was pretty easy for you to just be like, yeah, I think I can keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. And, and to be honest, from that moment on, I was like, okay, this is what the pocal is. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, we, we often, you know, kind of refer to like the, the March madness of Germany, you know, where you get those Cinderella stories, uh, just the, the sense that anything could happen. I mean, th- you know, this year with Brian Munich men's side being out and I don't think anybody would have picked that. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's, it's really cool. <laughs> and I was uh it also stood out to me too that you had talked about you know the all the Americans on the team and I was thinking about you know the, the American men that that were in the league at the time because it seems like we're seeing you know uh Weston McKinney had spent some time at at, at Schalke where he got his start um Josh Sargent you know a lot of uh John Mann U.S. uh national team players over there was that I'm trying to think like on the women's side was there a shift it seems like there was a shift maybe sooner with American women uh, played over there. Is that, that seemed to be the case? Yeah. I mean, when I was over there, I mean, there was probably, I would say six to eight of us throughout the league. Um, I don't know what it's like nowadays um, since I'm so old and retired. (laughs) Um, 
I, I don't know what it's like nowadays, but um, I mean, it's just been great to see Bayern's the, the women's side at Bayern to really grow and have been in Champions League consistently. Um, that was one thing I regretted. I, I wish I would have been able to play in Champions League. We just always fell short every year that I was there. Um, but it's it's been great to see that that club and organization on that side really grow and um, you know it, hopefully it can just continue to keep getting better. So yeah, and it, it seems too that that they um, you know we talked about this for the the league as well. Other teams getting women's teams. It seems like Bayern was on the the cutting edge of that. You know, having a, a really successful women's side. Um, you know, we've seen other clubs now kind of take notice and. And put more um, funds into their their women's team so really exciting yeah, to see and the frown bundesliga i mean they're they're so they're they're stable they're established um it's a great league for the women's side um you know there's other european leagues that aren't you know as competitive from top team to bottom team and i think what you're finding with with the bundesliga um on the women's side it's it is competitive. Yes, there's some some teams at the bottom end that um, can't always compete, but for the most part, um, from top to bottom, it's pretty competitive and, and good foundation of a league. Awesome, awesome. What else? What else we got, Laz? Steve, you got you got any questions? I've been thinking of some <laughs> for the past like hour. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think I told Keenan, I might have told our uh, work group this story. Um, I met Bastian Schweinsteiger. Uh, this might be a, a good story to tell. Um, I mean, we would see the, the, the men's players around the facilities here and there. And um, one night they were, so Schweinsteiger was really good friends with the men's basketball players. And some of the men's basketball players were American. And so we, us Americans kind of hung out together. And there was one night uh, during their uh, holiday fashing or passion. Uh, it's like Halloween mm-hmm. for, for Germans. And so we got invited to this party and um, <laughs> Schweinsteiger was dressed up as a pirate. He had an eye patch on um, this wig black long wig, obviously like in a full, I mean, he looked like captain hook and <laughs> Uh, one of the basketball guys, American basketball guys goes, um, Hey, I want to introduce you to someone. And, and he goes, Bastion. And I go, huh? He goes, Bastion. And he just got his hand out. I'm like, okay. Like, I have no idea what you're saying. And they're like, he's trying to introduce himself. It's Bastion Schweinsteiger. And I'm like, Oh my (laughs) gosh. I made a complete fool out of myself. Um, like two days later, I saw him uh, in the cafeteria in the line getting food and I just like totally like try to ignore him, walk the other way. And I think he kind of started laughing. <laughs> wow. But... That's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hard to top a moment like that. Wow. I mean, there might've been a little bit of alcohol involved. So I, uh... <laughs> Man, Germany it's Halloween yeah. party. We, right. yeah, we can put, put two of you together. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I got tons of stories. I could probably go on for days, but uh, <laughs> another one that kind of comes to mind is um, I didn't have any studs over there at the time, like, um, you know, long studs for, for when it rains. And 
um, it was going to be too, like they couldn't order any my size before the, our next game. And so they went to the men's boot room and I actually happened to wear the same size, um, shoe as Tony Kroos. So, oh. so I actually have a <laughs> pair of Tony Kroos's embroidered with his name on, uh, studs. Oh. And I, I think I warmed up in them and then I was like, yeah, I don't think I should be wearing these. I'll just keep these for uh, <laughs> for later use. Keenan, did had you heard this story prior? This one, no, I had not. So well, that's let's get a lot of reactions on that one. <laughs> Keenan, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I guess you wouldn't know this, but uh, yeah, that's that's what we have a certain opinion. We have a certain opinion of uh, Tony Cruz in this show. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's um. <laughs> I'm not even sure how we would describe him. Um, uh, speak he takes for yourself, his, though. Speak for yourself. He takes his uh, his fair share of hatred for uh, you know his transfer to to Real mm-hmm. and some of the things uh, <laughs> less than beloved. Yes, yes. <laughs> Paulie has said it best. Less than beloved. Um, yeah. So, but no, that that's fantastic. I like how you you were you were fully ready to wear them, and then you're like, actually, maybe I should yeah. just hold on to these. Smart yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Well played. Which, which I'm pretty sure they're at my parents' house. So I need to find those and make sure my dad hasn't like thrown them out in a garage sale or something. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask if they were on display. Like I was like, are they they hanging on the wall? Yeah, you know, I probably should like <laughs> polish them and. <laughs> or wow. someone in what? Or, or someone in Wisconsin now has a pair Rod, of Santa right, right. Cruz right. uh, cleats somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> we're about to go search Facebook Marketplace for some soccer cleats in the uh, the Appleton, Wisconsin area. Get some get some quality deals right there on some nice cleats. That's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if you guys have other questions or Sarah, if you have any great stories beyond the the couple that you've gotten uh, for us here, you know, we can we can sort of preview the final coming up on Thursday. Is it the Champions League final, right? Yeah. City Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> well, as someone who you know who works with Sarah and knows her a little bit, I uh, I have an an idea as to who she's cheering for in the Champions League final. So, <laughs> and I, I do real quick. I do want to give a shout out to Polly D who did slide on. Um, so Polly, if you do have any questions, I saw you hit hit the chat with uh, a little bit. Feel free to uh, to cherish just a moment with a, a Byron legend. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, Let's do a little previewing. Awesome, awesome. So, Pokal final this Thursday. Be what two forty-five Eastern? Is that the right time? Thank you. Keep Stevie always keeping us honest on the times for games. So, <laughs> uh, we got Dortmund and Leipzig. So, can uh, can Dortmund finish? Sorry about Uh-oh. that. <laughs> uh, can Dorman finish it out and uh, and get silverware in what has been an up and down season for them, or will Leipzig get their uh, their very first silverware of any uh, major notoriety outside of what the fourth division, third division? Did they get third division? No, I think it was no. They got a uh, they got second place in Bundesliga two and second place in Bundesliga three to get promotion. Oh. So the oh. last the only trophy that they have is fourth division title. Well, there, there you go. So, yeah. this would be major, you know, and uh, both teams going to have new coaches next year. Yeah. 
the season of coaching changes for the Bundesliga. <laughs> All right, Stevie, what's your, what's your thoughts going into the final? I think we saw the preview of it last week with the Dortmund-Leipzig game. Uh, granted, it's going to be a whole different vibe with it being the final, but I, I think this is – I think Dortmund was been, has been built up for this uh, over the season. And the way that they've been playing late, of, of late, I don't, I, don't see them, I don't see them slowing down at all. You know, and this is a good chance for them to solidify not only that they belong in the top four, but that they, you know, solidify their Champions League spot as well. Interesting. Interesting. Polly D, where are you at? I have to favor um, Dortmund. I just think that with their roster and their potential that they can really just exceed far beyond what Leipzig can do. I just don't see them, Leipzig personally, having as much in the tank in this one because I didn't really see a lot in the last 15. Yeah, and I mean, I, as Keenan had pointed out, they they have really been sputtering off. I think after uh, they had lost the one to Bayern and it seemed like the you know the title race was over at that point, uh, they just didn't seem like they, they've had a whole lot. Uh, props to them, man. I guess we'll, we'll preview um, on, the, on the recap show. They did fight back in that Dorman one. It did take some magic from James Sancho, but expect to see more of that. And then also with, with Erling Holland, uh, hopefully being back to fitness. Yeah. They, I think Dorman will, will have what it takes to, uh, and they'll draw a level with, uh, with your boys, won't they Stevie? Um, mm-hmm. For Pokal titles. I think if they win this one, that'll be, won't that be their fifth? Keep me honest, boys. I think they'll, they'll draw them with Frankfurt and, uh, and Shopper there. So it's either fifth or sixth. I don't have the numbers yeah. right in front of me. Cool. Well, Sarah, who, who, who are you riding? Can can gonna, you can you support Dortmund in this one? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stay consistent with everyone else. I'm gonna say Dortmund. Um, uh, I think one player that stands out to me is Marco Royce. Uh, he was always one of my favorites to watch uh, uh, while I was playing over overseas in in Germany, and uh, I just think Dortmund's been in in these big moments year after year, um, you know, whether it is po- uh, Pocal final champions league, um, contending for, for a title, I just feel like they've got a little bit more, um, experience at, at that kind of that level. I think they're going to pull it off. I'd have to agree. And, uh, you know, I think Royce and, uh, and Sancho have, uh, have looked really good the last uh, few weeks. Royce especially, um, and then you know, getting healthy with uh, with Thorgan Hazard, and then the addition. You knew you were gonna go there. Don't. He's finally healthy, so just give him a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he looked really good, and we'll cover this later. But he did look really good. But uh, but no, I think the experience, um, you know, certainly in a Polkow, which is where the Dortmund seems to uh seems to show out, um, maybe not so much in the league, um. Is uh is where they're going to find it, and uh, the Leipzig Trophy cabinet will continue to be bare. <laughs> and I, I mean, how about on the Frauen side too? Uh, we've got Frankfurt and Wolfsburg coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Any any calls on that one? <laughs> well, I've actually haven't kept in touch with the women's side hardly at all. Um, all well, I mean, both teams when I was there were phenomenal. Um, always tough to go up against. Um, 
I think I might have a few who actually play with Frankfurt. So I'm going to have to go with Frankfurt at the moment. Oh, okay. Fellas, any, any calls? So I, and I, I know we didn't talk about it on the show, but just a little, a little recap here. So Frankfurt in the, uh, the semifinal, we'd had Frankfurt over Freiburg. Uh, that one was two one and then Wolfsburg over Bayern. Uh, it was two nil. So that was, that was last month coming in this one. So. And I believe has Wolfsburg already wrapped up the the Frauen title. I think they have, haven't they? I believe that's correct because yeah. it was pretty tight there for a while. Yeah, yeah. So I, I assume that they'll be you know the favorites coming into that one. But now with, with insider knowledge on on Frankfurt, <laughs> <laughs> give everyone an opportunity to uh, to jump. Yeah, yeah. Looking at it, it should be a good game. I'll stick with the Wolves though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> struggle. He can't pick on this one. It's... I can't. Yeah, because uh, Wolfsburg has just been so consistent over the past couple of years. Yeah. With like they they've been in Champions League finals year out year in year out. Um, they they I I kind of had to give the edge to Wolfsburg, but ooh, that, that's gonna be a good one too. Polly, right. Polly, can you can you cheer for Frankfurt? Can you do it? <laughs> Why not? Uh, <laughs> I think I would probably go with Frankfurt. I mean, just looking at their last um, fixtures with within the last weeks, it kind of makes me jealous on the men's side as far as other our, our top teams here because I'm not used to seeing those just clinched um, defensive results. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Frankfurt. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'll go. I'll go Wolfsburg. We'll split it since we're all uh... – <laughs> All on the same page on the men's side, so we'll we'll add a little controversy there. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, Sarah, before we let you go, um, what's your call for Champions League? Um, I have to go with Chelsea. Um, I actually was a huge Chelsea fan prior to playing for Bayern. Um, I was actually fortunate enough the year that I was uh, joining Bayern. Uh, they played against Chelsea in the in the Champions League final uh, in Munich, and I was wanted to cheer for Chelsea so badly. And we've got like owners. I mean, it it was such a cool event to be at. Number one, um, but then obviously uh, Drogba was my favorite player. Like that's who I emulated my game after. Like I was a, a center forward, strong, tall, dominant in the air, um, and so. You know, he obviously he's I think he scored late in the mm-hmm. um, in regulation to tie it. And then uh, Schweinsteiger missed that PK, mm-hmm. uh, which was heartbreaking. That was like right in front of where we were sitting. And I have it all in video. But anyways, um, I was a huge Chelsea fan, had a switch to Bayern, still Bayern. But uh, I'm going to have to go with with Chelsea in this game. Just a uh, heartbreaking story there. I. Mm, that one still hurts. Mm-hmm. That one still hurts. <laughs> Chelsea in the final, fellas. I know we normally don't uh, don't cover Champions League once uh, the German sides yeah, are out, but uh, we don't often <laughs> indulge here. <laughs> but uh, any special occasion calls on that one? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go Chelsea too on this one. Um, I think to, what what Tuchel has done to turn that team around uh, this year has just been out, outstanding. Uh, I mean. We, we've seen what kind of manager he's been, you know, at Dortmund, PSG, like 
minds. Like you, we've seen how he's how he's managed these teams, and the way that the way that they're clicking on all cylinders. I just I just think it's Chelsea's uh, to lose at this point. I like the German plug too. At least he could have gone Guardiola too. You know, said hey, couldn't get it at Bayern. He's he's got his opportunity now at City. Uh, yeah, I'm going Chelsea too. I think mostly because out of the two, the lesser of two evils, you know, Chelsea's kind of the lesser of two evils for me. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Chelsea on that one. Uh, and we do have, you know, a lot of Timo Werner, uh, Kai Havertz, uh, Christian Pulisic, you know, a lot of former Bundesliga guys on that side too. So, cool to see them. This was a war. Keenan's in thought, deep in thought. We'll let Polly go next. <laughs> I still have to make a decision. I'm on that same timetable. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, hopefully we can see some rejuvenation from Halberds and Polizic. I'm gonna just go with Chelsea. Yeah, I don't really have a horse in this game. Yeah, really okay. hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> as much as I despise both of these teams. <laughs> adding up the personnel from each of them. Chelsea comes out ahead there, so we'll go Chelsea there just by virtue of more German players. And uh, and I think all the pressure is on Man City to, to pull it off. Yeah, Ch- Chelsea just seems like a mm, – I don't know how to say this the right way, but they seem like the more likable squad out of these two. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they have been in great form, and – Seymour, well-rounded. Well, cool, cool. Any, anything else, lads? I can't really think of anything. It was star, <laughs> so starstruck, I'm telling you. Yeah. So starstruck. <laughs> That's really got to be what it is, I think. I don't think it's, uh, it's really sunk in for us just how uh, impressed we are with, with what, everything you've achieved. Well, I mean, like I said, it's been awesome to be able to, to do something like this. And I'm sure I probably have a thousand other stories that for a different time I could always share. Um, but I mean, it's just, it was such a cool experience, um, just to be over there and be in a culture that soccer is just like everything. Um, I mean, I remember riding the subway when, uh, visiting teams would come visit and there'd be like smoke bombs Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like riots breaking out in the streets and, uh, just a a cool experience, uh, where soccer is just so loved. No, 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 I thought it wasn't going to ask. So given like all the American attention in the Bundesliga or even, even young players in general, we know we hear all the time, oh, it's these teams give young players a chance to prove themselves. Why do you think the Bundesliga is so conducive for that kind of environment? Um, well, I, I know that they train extreme, like the academies there, they they breed those players. I mean, they are in that Bayern Munich mentality, the culture um, from day one. Um, you know, it's a, I mean, remember the grounds they had, like the kids who went to school there had curfew and it's just, um, you know, they, they treat, the, they show the kids that, Hey, if you want to get to this senior level team, it takes a lot of di- discipline and sacrifice and excellence. Um, and, and really, I mean, soccer is the main focus there. Uh, so here, I mean, you obviously have a, so many different sports to choose from and kids can pretty much do whatever the heck they want. Um, so, I mean, it's just, like I said, the culture over there is just, 
you know, second to none as far as, as soccer goes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talk about that a lot on the show, you know, the, the shortcomings of, um, you know, the national team here and, and what needs to be fixed. And that's one that I always bring up, you know, imagine if LeBron James had played soccer, you know, like our, our big time athletes, if there was the main focus was soccer, you know, what kind of, uh, what kind of team we would have, but, uh, well, the, the shortcomings for the men, not so much. Yeah. For the men. Yeah. For the men, <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> not so much for Sarah and, uh, and her colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. The women just need to get paid. That's, they're they're doing just fine. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we really appreciate you hopping on the show, and um, that's I mean, our first guest. I don't think we can we can really top that. Um, so it's really awesome. Uh, and shouts to Keenan for for lining this up. We appreciate that. Uh, last calls, fellas. Last calls. Questions. Cool, cool, cool. Well, as always, uh, we're Past the Six Podcast. You can find us at Past the Six Twenty on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, share us with your friends. Um, we'll be sharing the heck out of this episode. Um, hopefully, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people can can hear uh, this legendary guest. And until next week, well, we will have another show doing our, our regular recaps, I will say. Um, but otherwise, we'll catch you next week.